January 9th. And now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today will come from the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 15 through 29. We'll be reading about trees. Life produces fruit, and good trees produce good fruit. There was a great deal of profession in the lives of the scribes and Pharisees, but no evidence of spiritual fruit. Do you talk a good game? Well, you have to walk a good game as well. You not only have to talk the talk, but you got to walk the walk. And if you're not walking the walk, your talk is hollow and cheap, and people know it. We'll read about builders who build on the rock means to obey the word of God. Saying is not enough. There must be doing. If you claim to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, expect to have your profession tested in this life and the next. Fairweather faith will not pass the test. And now let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. January 9th. Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 29. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really wolves that will tear you apart. You can detect them by the way they act, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit. You don't pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. A healthy tree produces good fruit, and an unhealthy tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, the way to identify a tree or a person is by the kind of fruit that is produced. Not all people who sound religious are really godly. They may refer to me as Lord, but they still won't enter the kingdom of heaven. The decisive issue is whether they obey my Father in heaven. On Judgment Day, many will tell me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name, and cast out demons in your name, and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Go away. The things you did were unauthorized. Anyone who listens to my teaching and obeys me is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents, and the floodwaters rise, and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse, because it is built on rock. But anyone who hears my teaching and ignores it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come, and the winds beat against that house, it will fall with a mighty crash. After Jesus finished speaking, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he taught as one who had real authority, quite unlike the teachers of religious law. Hello everyone, this is Brandon Dahman and Evan D'Angelo and Richard Chamberlain, and we're phasing up from three to four today. Um... You guys coming in on the farm, just know that uh, this this whole thing is not as long as it seems. You know, it's only 13 months, and 
13 months sounds like a long time, but how long did we spend out there trying to do things our way? So 13 months is really not that long. Just take everything day by day and uh, just keep your eyes on God and focus on the people around you and encouraging them. And uh, this whole thing will fly by. Love you. Hey, this is uh, Ryan Durr, phasing up the third phase. Um, I would say hi to my three guys down at the farm still, Art. Jordan and uh, Luke, um, y'all, y'all hang in there. You know it's gonna be all right, man. And um, I wanted to say uh, I'm happy to be phasing up with my brothers Nate and Blake, and um, we ready to make make a step, another step forward, man. Um, Ryan just signing off. Love y'all. Bye. Psalm chapter nine, verses one through twelve. We'll read about praise here in this song. God had won a victory for David, so he sang a song of praise to the Lord. It was not a personal battle. Because David was doing God's will, the Lord maintained his cause. The lesson here is take time to praise the Lord for the victories he graciously gives you. From considering the past and the future, David turned to his present need as he prayed for God's help. His need was for mercy. His motive was that he might praise the Lord and tell others of his salvation. Why? Because there is a place called hell, and God's salvation is the only escape from that terrible place. Psalm chapter 9, verses 1 through 12. For the choir director, a psalm of David. To be sung to the tune death of the sun. I will thank you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all the marvelous things you have done. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. My enemies turn away and retreat. They are overthrown and destroyed before you. For you have judged in my favor. From your throne you have judged with fairness. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have wiped out their names forever. My enemies have met their doom. Their cities are perpetual ruins. Even the memory of their uprooted cities is lost. But the Lord reigns forever, executing judgment from His throne. He will judge the world with justice and rule the nations with fairness. The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, O Lord, have never abandoned anyone who searches for you. Sing praises to the Lord who reigns in Jerusalem. Tell the world about his unforgettable deeds. For he who avenges murder cares for the helpless. He does not ignore those who cry to him for help. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 16 through 22. Wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the flattery of the adulterous woman. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering her house leads to death. It is the road to hell. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the paths of life. Follow the steps of good men instead. 
and stay on the paths of the righteous. For only the upright will live in the land, and those who have integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land, and the treacherous will be destroyed.